Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The opening shots of a movie are some of its most important because they need to hook the audiences in and get their interest levels hyped through the roof. But equally important are the ending shots because, let's face it, if you don't stick the landing, then that's all that people are going to be talking about. And these films, even though some are truly great, didn't exactly end up sending fans home as happy as you might expect. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movies ruined in their final shot. Number 10. Knowing 2009's Nicolas Cage starring sci-fi thriller Knowing isn't a great movie, but it does include a number of standout set pieces, namely a technically superb plane crash sequence and a totally ballsy ending in which Earth is destroyed by a massive solar flare which ends all life on the planet. To soften the blow somewhat, a race of extraterrestrial angels show up and rescue Earth's children, including John and Diana's kids, on a series of interstellar arcs getting them to safety before the solar event strikes. Now, this seems like a fittingly bittersweet end, but because general audiences absolutely need that crowd-pleasing affirmation, a brief final scene is tacked on to the very end, showing John and Diana's kids being safely dropped off on an alien planet. And even if you accept the possibility that the angels could have malevolent intent, the final shot basically obliterates that theory entirely by showing the children running towards what is very clearly meant to be the Tree of Life, one of the most elemental symbols of peace and harmony in all of human history. The entire scene, but this shot in particular, feels like it was the result of a studio note that some nameless executive couldn't face a downer ending affecting the film's box office potential. But it's a strategy that worked evidently as no engrossed over $180 million worldwide against a $50 million budget. Number 9. Paranormal Activity Paranormal Activity is one of the most creative found footage horror films ever made. A patient, slow burn suspense flick that's powered less by what you see than what you, the viewer, can conjure up with your own imagination. The director made shrewd use of his mere $15,000 budget, turning the audience's own mind against them by largely only implying the dangerous supernatural presence residing in Katie. But once the film ended up in the hands of Paramount Pictures, they decided to shoot a new ending which more decisively set up a potential franchise. With the camera locked off in the couple's bedroom, the boyfriend goes down to investigate Katie's scream, only to end up screaming himself in pain. After a beat, his body is thrown against the camera, sending it crashing to the floor as a possessed Katie appears in the doorway. Katie then crawls towards the camera, her face takes on a demonic appearance, and she lunges towards us. Beyond the terrible CGI used to morph Katie's face into something demon-like, it's such a lame, lazy sequel-bait ending for a movie that was otherwise doing so much right. Ending the film with the boyfriend being thrown against the camera and abruptly cut 
cutting to black would have been far more fitting. Or better yet, just sticking with the original ending where Katie is accidentally shot by police who show up to check on the couple would have been very powerful. Instead, we got this money-grabbing ending that teed up a series of sequels, none of which have lived up to the original film. Number 8. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 Ah, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, a movie that many have likely been revisiting recently in order to prepare for Spider-Man No Way Home, and boy, doesn't that final shot sting like hell. Now, to be fair, this is a real mess of a movie. It's not terrible, but certainly a sloppy, uneven, overlong collision of competing subplots, which again succumbs to the too-many-villains problem that plagued Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. Still, the film's epilogue appears to be wrapping up with a neat little final showdown between Spidey and Rhino, which had been hyped up in both the movie's marketing and their brief encounter near the start of the film. But alas, just as the battle kicks off, Spidey swings towards the camera and we cut to black. The end. Given that this closing shot was literally included in the movie's trailer, it felt like an insanely cheap cop-out to end things here, as if to tell the audience that they'll need to wait around for the third film, which obviously didn't happen, to see the outcome. Beyond this, it was really the last straw for a lot of fans who were already incredibly indifferent, or at least on the fence about this movie. On its own merits, it's a cool-looking shot, but as emblematic of the weird disdain that The Amazing Spider-Man 2 seems to have for its own audience, it was a deeply unsatisfying moldy cherry on the top. Number 7. Law-Abiding Citizen Law-Abiding Citizen is a thoroughly entertaining, shamelessly trashy revenge thriller in which a bereaved vigilante, Clyde, seeks to avenge his wife and daughter's deaths by murdering any legal personnel involved in the lenient sentences given to their killers. At the end, Clyde plots to blow up City Hall and kill the mayor as his grand final statement, except he's outsmarted by his attorney, Nick, who moves the bomb to Clyde's own cell, killing him. It's an extremely unsatisfying ending, and one made categorically worse by the movie's final scene, where Nick is shown attending his daughter's musical recital, an event that he previously struggled to attend, implying that he's finally found the balance and peace in his life. Given that Nick isn't particularly likeable or sympathetic throughout the film, because he's a rather self-serving legal instrument above all else, painting him as the hero who gets the happy ending left many viewers soured on the entire experience. Given that Nick's growth wasn't palpably felt throughout the film, the outcome was completely unearned. Seeing Nick smiling contentedly in the audience in the final shot felt like the filmmaker sticking two middle fingers up at an audience who were largely rooting for Clyde to burn the American legal system to the ground, and it's doubly frustrating as the ending was considerably laboured over during production. Though most endings indeed saw Clyde killed by Nick, another proposed ending had Nick kill Clyde and end up in jail himself, at which point he basically assumes the Clyde role and targets the corrupt legal system. It certainly would have been a more fitting end to see Nick pulled down to Clyde's level. Number 6. The Matrix Reloaded The Matrix Reloaded certainly didn't live up to the peerless brilliance of its predecessor, but it's still a worthy, ambitious follow-up jam-packed with eye-melting action sequences and a welcome dose of nutty pop philosophy. But then that damn cliffhanger ending happens. Though anyone even remotely following the film's production knew that the sequel, The Matrix Revolutions, was due to release just six months later after Reloaded, and so things were certainly going to end on a cliffhanger, did anyone expect this? At the end, Neo demonstrates that he now possesses supernatural abilities outside of the Matrix and falls into a coma, before the final shot reveals the Agent Smith-possessed Zion survivor Bane is now on board the same ship as the unconscious Neo. The to-be-concluded closing title card left fans more bemused and irritated than excited to see the final film, as this wasn't quite the thrilling cliffhanger that the Wachowskis thought it would be. That's not to say it didn't have potential, but that final shot only became worse in retrospect when revolutions failed to explain Neo's power outside of the Matrix, while the Bane subplot was dealt with 
fairly quickly and in relatively unremarkable fashion. As some fantastic think pieces have elucidated over the years, fans came up with their own elaborate fan theories during the intervening six months, many of which were far more interesting than what the Wachowskis gave us in their third installment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number five, The Ninth Gate. Roman Polanski's horror thriller The Ninth Gate is absolutely minor Polanski, but it's still an interesting piece of work that infuriatingly fizzles to a shoulder shrug of an ending. The film follows Dean, a rare book dealer who is charged with authenticating a book that is allegedly part of a ritual able to summon the devil. At the film's end, with numerous people killed in pursuit of the authentic version of this book, Dean seemingly manages to complete the ritual by collecting the nine demonic engravings and passing through the castle's ninth gate. But as Dean does so, both he and the audience are involved in a brilliant white light emanating from the castle, ending the film. It's an infuriatingly non-committal ending that, after 133 minutes of intrigue, we finally get to see Dean walk through the ninth gate and nothing. As for what any of it is meant to mean, audiences have been left puzzled and frustrated ever since. Number 4. Unfriended Though it undeniably benefited from low expectations, 2014's screencast movie Unfriended was a surprisingly effective and creative horror film, using its shared screen gimmick to offer a unique spin on familiar supernatural teen horror material. While technically speaking, the entire movie is basically one screencasted shot, it falls apart completely in the reality-shattering closing seconds. In a final twist, it's revealed that protagonist Blair actually filmed the video of fellow student Laura drunkenly passing out and defecating herself, a video which went viral and caused Laura to kill herself. It's implied that Laura's spirit has been haunting Blair throughout the film and making her friends kill themselves. And after revealing Blair to have filmed the offending video, Blair's laptop screen is suddenly slammed down by what appears to be Laura cut to black. It's a terrible, predictable jump scare ending that basically paints Unfriended as exactly the sort of horror movie its detractors pegged it as pre-release. A far more interesting ending would have involved Laura leaving Blair to live with the truth of her involvement being known to the world. Knowing that her depiction caused the deaths of all of her friends is infinitely more haunting than a cheap gotcha rug pull. Awful. Number 3. Chronic 
Michael Franco's 2015 drama Chronic stars a brilliant Tim Roth as David, a nurse who cares for the terminally ill and, as becomes clear over the course of the film, is desperately seeking to fill a void in his own life by caring so intently for his patients. Franco's film is a tender, sharply observed look at both end-of-life care and the destructive power of grief, though ends with a final shot that frankly feels like Franco is trolling his audiences that were so thoroughly invested up until this point. Chronic concludes with David helping euthanize one of his patients and starting work with a new patient. A wheelchair-bound teenage boy who doesn't care much for his presence. In the lengthy final tracking shot, we follow David as he jogs down the street, and just as he crosses the road, he's suddenly hit by a car, seemingly killing him instantly. After a pregnant pause, we cut to black, the end. It's a totally absurd, out-of-nowhere ending that feels primed entirely to shock and little else. While Franco might be trying to deepen his examination of mortality, overall it seems like he just wasn't sure how to end the film and opted for David's sudden, violent death as a last resort. For those blown away by Franco's immersive character study and Roth's mesmerizing performance, that final shot might just throw it all away. Number 2. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban Look, the third Harry Potter is, for the most part, a really, really good movie, with the tone of the franchise shifting into a darker and more interesting space. But what the hell was that final shot about? The unforgettable final scene sees Harry taking his new firebolt broom out for a ride, where he flies close to the screen in euphoric joy, and then we freeze frame on the image before fading to black. It looked silly enough in 2003, but almost 20 years later and our snarkier present, it is terrible. Much as you might think it hyperbolic to say that it ruins the entire film, it does completely upend the tone that the director so meticulously crafted throughout. Sure, it's meant to be a much-needed moment of levity for Harry and the audience, but the corny-ass freeze frame lurches into genuinely embarrassing territory and totally undercuts what is otherwise a beautifully directed movie. Oof, indeed. And number one, The Devil Inside. Still, the final shot of The Prisoner of Azkaban is practically masterful compared to 2012's infamous found footage horror film The Devil Inside, whose final shot doesn't really qualify as an ending at all. The film's protagonist, Isabella, is making a documentary about exorcisms, and at the end, of course, ends up possessed herself. Yet, just when it seems that we're ratcheting up for a climax in which Isabella's pals will battle to rescue her soul, the film instead ends abruptly with a car accident killing the friends while Isabella disappears. The final air quote shot is actually a title card explaining the the case is still unsolved and that you should visit therossifiles.com to find out more about the investigation. Now, The Devil Inside wasn't a good movie before that final shot, but that non-event of an ending combined with instructions to read the rest of the story online, a site that is no longer live, no less, transformed it into a film audiences took it upon themselves to absolutely loathe. They understandably felt that the filmmakers deprived them of a proper conclusion, perhaps for budgetary reasons. Still, take the title card away and this is one of the many mediocre, forgettable horror films that would have made its box office money and gone away quietly. But because of that final shot, the devil inside has endured as an infamous laughing stock for the last decade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.